Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we're excited to feature Matthew Tobon. How are you? Hi, I am very, very good. I'm very excited. Right, perfect. We're happy to have you here. Yeah, this is my first podcast and I was so lucky to be invited on it. And this has just been like a, a really incredible experience to go through. And now I get to talk about it, which is really fun because, you know, sharing part of the stories and the behind the scenes stuff, that's always some of the most fun that you can have as like a filmmaker or a director. Perfect. Let's talk about it. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so I am, I'm Colombian. I was born in Colombia. I moved to the United States and I currently live in South Florida. Although I'm going to, I just graduated. I'm going to be going to the University of Central Florida in the coming fall. And I hope to be like in their film program so that I can continue doing this. Um, but I've only been in the TV program for like two years, actually. So this has been a really cool experience. I started with the journalism program at my school and I learned how to use a camera there for photography and how to kind of build a story of just journalism, right? So you have someone, you interview them and how to take that and make a story out of it. Um, and then after a while, I was also in speech and debate for two years in middle school and then two years in high school. And after a while, I wanted to change it. So in my junior year, I decided to take TV and it was really cool to be able to use all of my skills that I had been building up through other programs and put them together into one thing and be able to tell stories, to be able to write creatively like I was doing in speech and debate, and also start to explore some of the unique parts about um, filmmaking and some of the creativity behind it. Right, cool. What if I told you that I also went to the film program at UCF? Oh, no way. Yep, it's a good program. Wow, can you put in a good word for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll have more than enough good words on your own. So you said you switched from the debate program, journalism program to TV. What do you think inspired that change? Just wanted to switch it up? Well, I stayed in the journalism program for all four years of high school. So that was journalism in the beginning, and then it was yearbook for the last three years. So that was, that was a cool thing to do because yearbook, we, were, we worked sometimes alongside the TV program, and there was like, it was always an imaginary beef Right. Even though we had a lot of kids, especially uh, this year, this past year, that did both. Uh, but as far as switching from speech and debate, I had been doing it for two years in middle school. And then I did it my freshman year of high school, which was 2019, 2020. And then, as you know, halfway through, we were shut down and it was virtual speech and debate for the second half of that year. And then all of 2020 and 2021, that school year, my sophomore year was also virtual speech and debate. And by that point, even though I was like a captain, I was like, I'm, I don't want to do this. This isn't as fun for me anymore. It doesn't have that like personal connection. So I decided to, I was talking to one of my friends, uh, Ariana, who was in TV at the time and also in yearbook. So she was, um, our like editor in chief, she was. Uh, or she was going to be and she was like she said hey you know this is still a good option even if you're starting kind of late this is still a good option for you and if you want to do it you should 
And at that moment, I took it. I was like, okay, I might as well. Like, it's, it's, it would probably be worth it to learn anyway. Well, so how would you see... So you're just going to start university now. How do you see yourself in the future? How do you see your career panning out? I would, I really want to keep doing production stuff because I found that the production side is really interesting and it's a lot of fun for me. And I also, I'm, I'm torn because I, at the same time, like, you know, everybody wants to be a big Hollywood director, you know, Greta Gerwig, Quentin Tarantino, everyone wants to be them. But at the same time, I think it would, I, I think that I would also be super fulfilled if I was able to work with smaller crews with more things, you know, because I, there's also a lot of smaller creators and stuff like that. Um, right now, I do work with a lot of small crews as Moonrise Films. So that's kind of like my, um, like the brand that I'm under right now. I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at the Moonrise Films. I, I'm, I'm very shameless with my advertising and also an in Instagram, Instagram, should always uh, be. at slash the Moonrise Films. It works. Um, for those of you listening, I have a fake name tag that I made myself. <laughs> they did not ask me to make a name tag for this podcast interview. I made one anyway. Very good. Um, but I, I like to work with a lot of smaller crews. I just finished like a film with a bigger crew and it was a lot of and even though it was still super fun, it was just a lot of managerial stuff. I actually, I worked with the producer. Her name was Sarah. She was absolutely instrumental for, for the larger film. But working with like small crews run and gun style is honestly so much fun. And if I was able to find like a job with commercials or since I'm going to be in Central Florida, Universal. If I was able to work with Universal and their like video production team, like for the parks, that would, I would be honestly just as fulfilled, I think. You know what? It doesn't have to be one or the other. You've got plenty of time to do all of it. That's true. That's true. But let's talk about your film for the film festival. Tell us about it. Well, which one? Because I submitted I submitted three and they all got into the film festival, which is an achievement <laughs> okay. that I'm really, really proud of. I agree. That's and great. Then, and then we had the one that was quarter finalists. That was Sandwich Noir. You want to talk about that one? Yeah, I like that name. So <laughs> <laughs> that that film, it was that was, it was exactly what I'm talking about when I say it was run and gun style. So that was an assignment for class, and we had to come up with a prompt, and we we had a prompt. It was a one word prompt. It was cold, and so we had a couple of weeks to do it, and we were like fishing through ideas. I was sitting, I was going home, I was there, uh, and writing just scripts. Um, and then coming back the next day, I was like, okay, guys, what if we did this? And we, it was like jumping between ideas because originally it was going to be like uh, a murder mystery. And then I couldn't quite suss it out how the murder mystery was. And then it was like, oh, what if there was a kid and he was stuck in the freezer since 2005? And then he comes out, he thaws out from the cold. Um, and then that didn't pan out because we couldn't use the freezer. And then I was like, <laughs> guys, what if we did just a noir detective and then just literally like that that was the idea with noir detective and they were like okay sure write it and so i wrote it and then uh that night that we had planned to shoot we had uh like i had a whole crew planned out but like people were busy people couldn't get rides and then it was super late and you know only one person got there and they got there super late because they had like practice they had to change they were filming another thing it was crazy 
So with a, with a camera and a skeleton crew of me and one other person, the person that actually plays the detective, his name is Jackson. Love Jackson so much. Uh, with Jackson. me and Jackson, we filmed the first. <laughs> Shout out Jackson. He is the man. He's like literally one of the best actors in, I'm from West Broward High School and he's one of the best actors in WBTV, period, period. Shout out Jackson, always. Uh, and he's actually in one of the other films that I submitted that also got into this film festival, which was Santanic Panic. So okay, yeah. good names. These are good yeah. names. I like these names. Thank you, thank you. I I work really hard on the names and the branding and stuff because I feel like that's it grabs your attention, right? The first thing you'll notice. Exactly. Um, so it's a lot of that, and then we it was me calling up all my friends saying, "Hey, are you busy?" We use uh, one of my friend's sisters who also goes to UCF. She was on break at the time. This was like mid-November. And we, she, was, she was in town. She plays the woman at the bus stop. Uh, her, name is, uh, her name is Catherine. And then her sister, Caitlin, plays the Uber driver. And so it was a lot of that, like trying to get them home. Uh, and then we filmed, the, we filmed the, the scene inside of the subway first. That was the first place that we went to on our way to the other shooting locations. Um, and we, I did actually get some candid footage of just ordering a subway. Like that wasn't even planned, <laughs> but on, we had to, the last scene where the last shot where like the detective is arriving at the subway and looking up at it, that was at the very end and it was actually closed. So we just, we were just lucky that the lights were still on. The coolest stuff, when you make movies like this, the best stuff, it's always unpredicted. Oh yeah. It always just comes yeah. like spur of the moment. It always just comes to you. Yeah. So how do you feel about having it in the film festival? What do you think is next? I I feel really happy because this has been like <laughs> my first time experimenting with, you know, the film festival circuit and to get three of my films into this film festival and one with a quarter finalist award, it feels absolutely insane and it just it definitely it is insane going. <laughs> yeah it pushes me to keep going uh, it gives me confidence like in my abilities um and it's also cool because i you know as talking with people that are going to go like going to be in uh ucf soon i actually met one of the other quarter finalists in a different award i believe um so and that was before it was even announced and then i just saw him post it on his instagram he got quarter finalists in student world impact and i was like oh my god small world it is um, a small world <laughs> but it definitely does like give me hope and i want to keep doing that so my latest film that i released um bare teeth which is on my youtube that was the one that i was talking about that it was like the larger crew and it was a lot of fun we lots of practical effects super heavy on that so it was really cool to try out too. Uh, but that one, it's like, it's my like love letter to the horror genre. And I want to keep submitting that to more film festivals and keep exploring the circuit with that since that's my newest one. And then also all the other stuff that I have kind of backlogged and all the stuff that I want to keep creating. Right, that's, that's the most important part. You have to keep creating. Yes. And you know, at UCF, you're going to have the perfect platform to do that. And you're going to meet a lot of cool filmmakers there and make stuff together. I really hope so. And hopefully we'll keep seeing you on more of these film festivals. Yeah, that's the goal. I will be <laughs> spamming Film Freeway with every, every film festival that's open. 
Perfect. Um, hmm. Anything you'd like to say to the next generation of SWIFT applicants? Um, I would say just, I mean, I, I think this is probably one that probably everybody says, but just go for it as far as, you know, that kind of, that goes because I submitted to, to SWIFT all these things and, you know, it wasn't, it was just a thought process of, I want to get myself out there. I want to get it, um, give it a chance to thrive. And then, so there's that, uh, just the, just go for it aspect. But the other one is that, um, for stuff like comedy, which is the two, I submitted two comedy ones and they got in. The other one was a horror one and I, I love horror. So, but for comedy wise, comedy and horror are kind of the same side, two different sides of the same coin. Right. I agree. And you can get academic with comedy. I fully believe you can get academic with comedy. And people say it's like dissecting a frog. So dissect it, do it. Um, I haven't heard that one. There is no, oh, that's a famous expression that, that like talking about comedy is like dissecting a frog. But I feel like you can get fully academic with it. There was a couple of amazing resources that I used when writing these pieces and, you know, just everything else as far as building my writing process, which was a book by Joe Toplin called Comedy Writing for Late Night TV. And even though it's for late night TV, it does, it talks a lot about jokes and how to get consistent comedy and how to feed that in and build that into different structures, like a story sketch or like a mod, like a comedy monologue. So you can build, like, if you wanted to do a standup act or something like that. And the other one, which I love sketch comedy, I, I'm a big fan of sketch comedy. I'm such a huge fan of, especially Mr. Show, which is like amazing. And, and, Conan O'Brien, like all of his shows. But there was um, one research paper actually that I read. It was a student thesis by a guy named Ryan Posen called The Poetics of Sketch Comedy. So he goes through and he lists the history of sketch comedy. And then he talks about the format, every single different type of way that it can end, examples from Monty Python and um, like other shows, the other sketch format shows. And he gets academic with it. and. It worked for him because he went on to be like a a very successful writer. He's really well known for one of, for one of the more popular modern runs of the Deadpool comic book in Marvel Comics. So, like, and I've read it. I've read that run. It was hilarious. So he knows what he's talking about. Comedy can be academic, and I think people should they can learn to be academic with it. Sounds like you've really done your research. <laughs> I'm glad to hear the enthusiasm, my friend. Any last words? Um, I would really appreciate support. I would really appreciate <laughs> support. Like I said before, I do have a YouTube, youtube.com slash at the moonrise films uh, and Instagram, same thing, uh, at the moonrise films. You can find me on there. You can find all the stuff that I'm releasing. Uh, once again, I just put out a new film uh, like literally 10 days ago on July 1st, um, it's called Bare Teeth. So I would really appreciate like any support for that. And I also do have a merch shop. I sell little stickers and that directly supports me as a creator. So you can find all the links to there on my socials, on my YouTube, on my Instagram. And I really appreciate getting the word out there about you know stuff that I do and just trying to spread silly stuff about um, you know fake detectives and Add pronunciation. All right, brother. It's good to hear. 
Thank you again, Matthew, for being on the Film Sessions podcast today. It was great speaking with you. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. All right. Okay, wait. Oops. Okay, so <laughs> I can't like cut it. It's recording. So um, yeah, thank you so much, brother. Good luck. Hope to see you doing big things. All right. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. <laughs>